0: Welcome to the ASVAB Domination Podcast by Gaminol Tutors. I'm your host, Mickey Gaminol, and today I will be covering all sorts of things that are ASVAB related. If you have an ASVAB coming up, or if you just want to prepare for any standardized test that's high stakes, this show was made for you. Let's get you the best possible score so that you can open the most doors and make the most informed decision with what to do with your future. Hope you enjoy the show, and I'll see you guys on the other side. What's up, guys? Welcome back to the ASVAB Domination Podcast. Today, I'm going to talk about something that's a little more personal um, for everyone, and I think super, super not talked about enough, and this is leaving the family behind. So jumping up and doing something that you've never done before. And I always celebrate my friends. Like I had a friend who got a job in Arkansas, left his friends in Vegas to go work in Arkansas. And, you know, that's hard, right? Like it, the, Every part of your being is going to convince you to stay in your comfort zone. You know, it's kept you alive this long. And so a lot of your mind mentally and physically and just your routines they're in position to keep you exactly where you are okay and this isn't a knock on where you are by any means like i'm not saying that you know your hometown is bad or that your your parents house is bad or anything like that i'm just saying there's a lot of there's a lot of things in your world that are created to keep you and keep that world safe you know Safety is a, is a priority. As much as we try to say that we're not like animals, at the end of the day, we, need, we have that survival instinct. And so when we've survived for as long as you have or as long as I have, you start to feel like, okay, this is what is normal. This is what is going to keep me safe. And so it's really, really hard to leave the family behind. I get this a lot from a lot of um, parents who hire me to be their tutor for their kids a lot of those kids will struggle with the math, but deep down, they're thinking about, oh, what's going to happen when I have to, you know, jump out of an airplane? or something, you know, something that's completely not related to the test. And it's because they're they're scared, you know, and there's nothing wrong with that. Being afraid of something that's unknown is completely normal. And it's I would say it's even healthy to be afraid of, you know, things that you don't know anything about, like, it's okay to to be nervous about you know pushing yourself into a new career field where you don't know anything that's gonna happen next. That's totally fine. Um, so I see a ton of that in my industry. Um, most folks want to leave the usual, but it's one of the toughest things to do. So the majority of us, myself included, will complain about doing the same thing day in and day out. But it's really hard to try to do something that really changes your position in life it means you're like the old saying is if you want something you've never had you have to do something you've never done and why would we do something we've never done if everything we have is fine you know like if we've been alive this long um you know you're listening to a podcast you're probably on a cell phone you probably have you know uh, a decent living arrangement something along those lines like your life's probably not too shabby so it's really hard to get out and leave that comfort zone and um that can be a hard thing and i just wanted to show some compassion in this episode about how that isn't as easy as everybody makes it look you know your parents or grandparents uncles aunts they all might look at you and say oh well you know i left home at 18 and I did my own thing I don't know how you can be comfortable being 24 still living at home and da, 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 you know they, they hit you with all this criticism and this judgment but at the end of the day they left of their own free will you know nine times out of ten they're like whether they like it or not they their time has come and gone and their situation is completely different than yours you know whatever you're going through in life is unique to you and so Um, own that, you know, that's, that's okay. It's okay that what you're going through is something that many people, you know, may not be able to relate to. But at the same time, you're not completely isolated. It's important to remember, you know, humans have been around for a very, very long time, however bad you think you have it, somebody's probably had it worse, and somebody's probably had it better. So, um, you know, just just go easy on yourself. And remember, you know, it's all about put making strides in the direction that you want to go. So try to take steps to go where you're trying to go. So I'm going to talk a little bit about my story. Um, I left for Vegas at 18. Uh, When I turned 18, I went to college at UNLV and I had to leave behind my hometown of Tooele. And it was really tough for me. Uh, I was sad to leave my friends and my family and everything that I'd known. But At the end of the day, I knew that, you know, this is the direction that I wanted to go. And I'm happy I did because deep down, I knew I wanted to go to Peace Corps thereafter, soon thereafter. I started talking about Peace Corps, probably in middle school. And so I knew to go to Peace Corps, I had to get a college degree. Now I could have gone to the University of Utah, which is, you know, not uh, hours and hours away from home, but I wanted to go somewhere new. And so I went to UNLV at 18. And it was difficult, but I do have, you know, I was very privileged and blessed to be able to just leave my home like that and get the loans and everything um, to go to school. And so it was one of the best decisions I made because I was able to ultimately realize my goal at 24, six years later, after getting my bachelor's degree, I went for Peace Corps and I lived in Morocco for two years. And... That was a completely, you know, that wasn't it wasn't a six-hour drive, right? Like that was uh, over in northern Africa. If you don't know where Morocco is, it's uh, right underneath Spain, so it's up on the north side of Africa. And I was there for two whole years, and the majority of people in in Morocco don't speak English; they speak Darija, which is Moroccan Arabic. And so I had to learn a whole new language, uh, uproot my life, and you know, deep down, I was thinking I was going to make a difference <laughs> in this world. Like the reason people join the Peace Corps is because they want to, you know, help other people or, or make some positive impact. Um, but truthfully, the whole time I was in Peace Corps, I was lucky to tie my shoes. You know, I I was not the superhero that I thought I'd be. I was just out there kind of getting by, you know. Uh, I was a youth development volunteer, so I was, you know, spending a lot of time with with youth and helping them through camps and you know, we did do some English studies and I taught a few English classes and ran a couple camps. Um, but overall, my time, the hardest part was leaving. You know, the hardest part about being somewhere new and experiencing something you've never experienced is you're kind of in, you know, that fight or flight response at all times because it's a whole new place. And so even though I've always felt like I'm a fairly laid back, easygoing person, Um, I really had to rediscover what an easygoing person would be like in a different country, you know, and it sounds silly. But you know, for me, it was it was a pretty big awakening. So um, I'm happy that I got to realize that dream. But the craziest part about the whole thing was then I finished Peace Corps, and I came back and I was back in Vegas. And I felt like I was too much in my comfort zone. I felt like I was stuck kind of doing the same thing over and over again. And so that's when I left for basic training at 30 and joined the Nevada National Guard. I was in Fort Leonard Wood for a few months, and then I went to OCS and Fort Benning for a few months. And both of those were completely new experiences, um, which challenged me in a completely new way. But I'll tell you, I was better for leaving Tooele and going to UNLV. I was way more prepared for whatever basic training could throw at me because I'd spent two years in Morocco. You know, as, as isolated as you may think basic training is, uh, Peace Corps is kind of a different level. So, these experiences are really what shaped my life. And if I never left my comfort zone, I would have missed out on, you know, this, this life. But I think, truthfully, if I were to go back and live, you know, the life in one place, that's not any less of a life, right? The time would have still passed, and I still would have made um, as many friends or had as much good times and bad times as I had, whether I was in Morocco or in a small town in Utah. You know, the, the truth is the time will pass either way. And so it's just about how you want to spend it. Lucky for me, I got to do what I set out to do. I got to leave for Peace Corps and, and spend that time out there. So when I decided to go to basic training, I knew that that was something that was going to happen because it's it, I've proven to myself over time that I put in effort to get what I want and then I, I go I go achieve right? And so now in my mind, the way I think of my life is I have a lot of options. I can put my sights on something and I can go out and get it. There's a way for me to do that. And the only way that you can get that kind of competence and confidence is to, to really prove to yourself, okay, when I want something, I start making progress towards that goal. And so that has been one of the best things that's happened to me. Leaving my towns, leaving the US, they're some of the best things that I've ever done. Um, And one of the coolest things was, in basic training, I really realized what I wanted. Um, My wife wrote me, she wasn't my wife at the time, she was my girlfriend, but Sheena wrote me every single day that I was in basic training. And I wrote her every single day. And we were sending, you know, like, probably nearly 100 letters back and forth. And so I knew when I finished basic training that this is, you know, this is who I wanted to marry, this is who I want to spend the rest of my life with you know, we're, we're there for each other. We care about each other and we're talking to each other, even when it's not convenient, when it, you know, texting is so easy. You can always send a text. I mean, hell, I, I have to silence notifications to not get texts and not to send texts. Um, texting is almost too easy, but when you're sending letters back and forth with postage and, you know, waiting for mail to get through a, uh, you know, Fort, Fort Leonard Wood processing and all that, um, it kind of shifts your perspective. And I knew after my time in Peace Corps and after my time at basic training that I wanted to to marry my wife. And so right after OCS, I got to marry her. And that's one of the biggest decisions that anybody makes in their life. And one of the best like blessings, like I truly feel just so grateful to have her in my life and, and to be with her. Um, but I never would have known that if I never if I never left Tooele. I, I may have you know you never really know. But for me, my time in in Peace Corps and my time in uh, basic training really shaped me knowing what I want and how to go out and get it. Um, so the question then becomes you know do you like do you want to go and leave that family behind, leave that safe, comfortable life that you have behind. And the only person who answers that question is you. A lot of times when you're 17, 18, you may have a parent that's not super uh, supportive of you leaving. And that's fine because they want to keep you safe. But when you're hitting that age, it's a hard age to be at. But when you're hitting that age, you really are just beginning to make decisions for yourself. And you can decide okay, I want my life to go this way. And if you start making progress in that direction, I think everyone around you is gonna be going to be happy for you, gonna be proud of you um, because you're, you did it your way. And that's really, in my opinion, one of the best goals that you can have. So journey forward into the unknown, Godspeed to all of you. Uh, I hope that you guys get what you want. Um, and a quick reminder to be good to yourself and treat yourself as a learner. That's all I have for you guys today, and have a great day. Hey, for those of you who don't know, the ASVAB is a responsive test. And what that means is, for every question that you go through, whether you get the answer right or wrong, the question that follows is either gonna be harder or easier based on your skill level. The reason they do this is, if you start getting a lot right, they wanna see just how good you are at math, so it's gonna give you harder and harder questions. And if you just got one wrong, it's going to give you easier questions to see just how bad you are at math. So if you've ever been taking the ASVAB and you've seen a question that you don't know how to answer or you have no idea what it means, it probably means that you were getting some right answers and now you're at a point where you don't know how to answer anymore because now this is the skill level that you're not at yet. And so what I've done is I've gone ahead and created the ASVAB Crash Course for the math phobic. This crash course goes over 11 sections of math and shows you kind of what the hardest questions will look like. And then I break it down into simple and easy to understand steps. So that if you see one of these hard questions on your test, you'll know two things. One, you'll know that you're killing it and you're doing really, really well because they wouldn't ask you hard questions if you weren't doing well. And two, you'll actually know how to get those right. And so that it's going to give you, continue to give you hard questions, which is going to just throw your score through the roof. And this of course is going to result in a better MOS, a better bonus, a better career, and a better six year contract or three year contract overall. So if you'd like to give this course a try, I've created a coupon code for you. The coupon code is GAMONAL, G-A-M-O-N-A-L. And you can do that for $53 off just go to gaminaltutors.com, G-A-M-O-N-A-L-T-U-T-O-R-S.com, and you can register for that course right there. Use coupon code GAMINAL, and let me know what you think. I'm excited. I've seen this course help a lot of people on the ASVAB, and I'm excited to hear your story of how it helped you. So don't hesitate to reach out if you have any questions, but the ASVAB course, the ASVAB crash course for the math phobic, can be found at gaminaltutors.com and use coupon code GAMINOL for $53 off. Thanks, and can't wait to hear your story.